0: Going on. My name is Jonathan C. Ramsey. You may also know me as Ramsey. Say what? This is the A Side B Side podcast, a branded podcast by What'sTheMovement.net. As always, thank you for listening. Um, we appreciate all the listens. If you have not listened to the rest of uh, A Side B Side podcast, we're available everywhere. Um, you listen to podcasts: Apple, Spotify, Audio Mac, iHeartRadio. You name it we're probably there we're probably on napster you feel me i say that every episode i'm gonna shut up but um check out our last episode um it was my review of for what it's worth by my man john crawford um really dope project and i explained thus far so uh go back and listen to that episode after you listen to this one uh obviously you saw who the guest was today so this was my behind the brand interview um With Jim Jones uh, Brought to you by the commission And Perimeter Productions Um, Look out for the video soon And if you haven't already Check out uh, The first episode of that series um, Which was The episode with Heatmakers um, A fellow collaborator Of Jim Jones um, Produced the entire El Capo album Which is out now Um, The Deluxe is out now We did this interview before the Deluxe dropped So it's out everywhere. Uh, you stream music. Uh, it's fire. We got like, like another like, ten, fifteen tracks on there. Like it's it's a it's a dope listen. Um, so in this interview, uh, he kind of talked about a little bit about the project, um, about how it was kind of like a bucket list project, and he got some features that uh, he hadn't worked with, like people he hadn't worked with in all of his time. Uh, we talked a lot about longevity and. Um, a little bit of history And how he's been moving Since quarantine has begun uh, Quarantine has not ended y'all So please continue to stay safe Wear a mask if you're going out uh, This COVID stuff is not done It's not over uh, Enjoy your holidays um, what's, what's the movement without music? I'm not going to sit here and talk your ear off um, You got 20 minutes to listen to me And Jim rap after this So uh, In the meantime uh, This is some new music from caleb mitchell and xavier omar uh this is a brand new track uh the video's out now so if you go to what's the you can check it out but this song is called fool um really digging this one i need you to feel this everything feel different lately you've been moving so strange you're telling me that everything's fine but it's written all over your face what's on your mind my dog? Whatever's wrong, I make it right. I was so cold, I made a ice until you fall into my life. I, I gave me a new perspective, changed me for the better. Now I'm feeling all this distance. It's different when we get together, baby. Just last I can like everything's fine. I things ain't exactly how are gonna be. What's going on? This is another episode of Behind the Brand. Um our guest needs no introduction. Um Jim Jones. Thank you again for meeting us. We appreciate it. Thanks. I go by Ramsey said what um of what's the movement.net. Uh there's a bunch of questions I want to ask you because um you've been like super busy during quarantine. Um Uh, between Quarantine Studios and a bunch of other stuff you've been doing. Um, Could you tell us a little bit more about Quarantine Studios for those of us that don't know
1: what it is? Um, Quarantine Studios is an artist-to-artist platform. It's a platform where I created, where creators can get in touch with creators. For the most part, uh, all brand-new artists or up-and-coming artists usually don't have the... uh, they nowhere to, to get mm-hmm. most of the components that help or help make a success out of them so i created a platform where i added all the components that can that run them that pretty much runs the uh record label and you have full access to it from starting from the artists all the way down to lawyers and public administrations mm-hmm. engineers to, and there's also a virtual component where you're able to book uh virtual sessions where you wouldn't have to have an engineer, uh, present for you to record and things like that. Oh, so
0: you can physically record as well as deal with DJs mm-hmm. and
1: publicists. And Is Are publicists involved as well? Publish, yeah, you can run the services in pretty much every component from the game. From artists, producers, DJs, engineers, publicists, merch, graphics, mm-hmm. lawyers, um, we open an art gallery component to it, um, vocal coach, you know, it's, it's a few things that's that's going into this uh, big platform. I think it's pretty dope. So, if, um, if
0: I'm, let's say I'm a rapper and, and I'm new to the, the music industry, so like, how do I, how would I even get in touch with you to do that? Um,
1: right now, you, I mean, there's a website that's about to go up that's pretty dope. Um, I'm excited for that. But right now, we, um, you go to my page and my socials, and it's, it's a lot about uh, the Quarantine Studios. There's also a social pages for the Quarantine Studios, and all the information is there. Uh, all the services you can render from whatever artist or whatever component inside mm-hmm. of uh, Quarantine Studios. Most artists that do a feature with me really don't know how to get their record distributed, and if they do, they don't know where to go to get an entertainment lawyer from, or they wouldn't know where to really yeah. go get a publicist from. So. It's like one-stop shopping, cutting out the middleman, cutting out the label, cutting, cut, cutting out the managers and giving people the chance to directly work with the artists and render the service that they need from Def- their artists.
0: Definitely. Um, so, um, from what I had seen, um, from or at least from what I can tell, it seems like you kind of, like, like how you're saying, you're cutting out the middleman is there like a grand scheme like at the end of it or are you trying to kind of leverage a label at the ends um what's kind of like the end goal or is this the end goal and it's working exactly as planned right now it's
1: working exactly as a plan it's a platform that creators and artists will come to and pretty much get a fair chance at using services that can help them that success yeah um so let's talk about music
0: um el capo dropped last year um obviously 2020 has been a whirlwind um i wanted to ask did you get the chance to perform it did you get the chance to tour the album um and what do you think is going to happen moving forward for entertainment as
1: far as like um performing and touring um i gotta do a couple shows with a few of the records but i didn't get a chance to tour it i actually was supposed to do a little tour and shit like that so Mm. Pandemic kind of stopped all that, all the shows for, for, for the most part, for most artists on the back end driving. But as you know, artists con- uh, artists mo- bulk of their money for most yeah, artists come from touring, shows, hostings, and all of the sorts. So with that happening, I kind of put my back against the wall, try to figure out different ways to create income. Man, yeah. this is how Quarantine Studios was created. Uh, started posting up. Ads of the services that I can provide for artists or whoever wants to, yeah, and any service for me, and it kind of worked. And from that, it just made it turned into a snowball effect. I started adding, yeah, different clients to it.
0: Do you think moving forward, you're gonna move into maybe even including like booking
1: managers and uh, I guess venues? I mean, if they get back into venues, yeah, we'll probably include that, but for the most part, we have a uh, uh, venues within side of the quarantine studio so it was a big platform you know when people really get to get you know, get a hold of it and actually explore it and shit like that I think they'd be very happy to see yeah. which way the music industry is just going
0: yeah i'm uh, I'm definitely impressed with like the names you have involved I mean like Mano, uh heatmakers obviously um Drewski, Camilla, like every New York DJ you could think of, um, lawyers. Yeah, West
1: Coast, DJ Charisma, got Atlanta, DJ Holiday, got wow. Fat Joe, uh, well, me and Currency Spitter about to do a complete project Go quarantine in the studio. So yeah. I, got a, I got a few few good clients. I mean, all the clients are good. Like, I mean, we, we got some clients, <laughs> man.
0: It's okay to flex. Yeah. <laughs> so, um,. Kind of going back to the music um, El Capo um, When we sat with Heat Makers He said uh, it's the best album of 2019 Anything you pick um, He'll pick that over it Um, How I guess to this point in your career um, I had never seen so many Features on on an album um, From you What was that like uh, Bringing in like a
1: Fabulous um, Fat Joe uh, Obviously Cam and I, I, feel I, I kind of uh, it was a bucket list album. Also, like first time I did a record with Fad, first time I did a record with Fat yeah. Joe, first time I did yeah, a record with Rick Ross. Yeah, like, there was a lot of bucket list records on there, so that was pretty dope. Felt good, you know. I mean, I've been in the game a long time and kind of, you know, kind of had a stigma surrounding me. Oh, I definitely. I I was, uh, it was due to my own self. You did. Do you think but, you broke that stigma? Um, I don't know if I broke it, but. People see I definitely put my best foot forward. I guess you know. What I mean? But yeah, you get older, you get wiser. You know, things you once done when you was young, you choose not to do as you get old. You know? Yeah,
0: yeah. That and I think that's like what the consensus was saying. Like it's this is like the most mature joke. Uh, Jim Jones album. You know.
1: Yeah, I mean it's a dope album. Uh, one of my favorite albums. Uh, the lyrical skill, cadence, the, you know, the pocket—it was always as far as Everything you need to. You know? Yeah, you I hate that word, but. <laughs> yeah, but, you know, they, uh, that's what they say. But it's good, man. I feel like, you know, all my peers respect me as a quote unquote lyricist or yeah. a person that knows how to make good music, you know what I mean?
0: Definitely. So, and and I'd say the same for Heatmakers. So um, obviously, you had him in your back pocket forever. Yes. What, uh, what made you guys sit down in 2019 like, you know what, we're dropping an album right now?
1: That was all Heatmakers. Like, yo, bro, we got so many records in here, you know, like 40-50 <laughs> records in here. We might as well just drop oh, an album. Oh, man. There. So, it wasn't it, it was really supposed to be a project. It wasn't really as supposed to be like my of Jones album. album but yeah. yeah. Sometimes you can't control things. People took it for what it was, and here we are. And I'm happy for it, like you did. I, I got a. is a very dope, very dope album for the amount of people that called me and yeah. told me how to feel about it and shit.
0: That's got to be a dope feeling. Um, you said you had like 40, 50 tracks How how do you guys pick What's going to be on the album Like like how do you go about like I guess a creative process Trying to There's sift through the records It's yeah.
1: Yeah. about the the vibe How the record makes you feel You try not to pick two records That put you in the same feel In the same sense you know? Yeah. But it breaks down for itself Certain records are stronger than other records Certain stand out more than other records and Those records are the records you put to the side of it keep going through it going through it you might record some more ads to it, but at the end of the day you, you know you, you find your core records and you, and you push forward definitely
0: uh i noticed today just kind of running through it uh nyc is not on title um
1: <laughs> what happened with that uh, if you know anything about me i'm considered to be a pirate in this game so <laughs> i don't abide by all the rules when it comes to uh, <laughs> shit. sometimes you not know. Sometimes I get it. Sometimes they get it. You heard know?
0: this time. They got it. I'm cool. With it. <laughs> it's still an apple. So, yeah. Um, yeah so um, one of my favorite tracks, or one of my favorite bars from from you, and it kind of piggybacks into my next question was. Um, and forgive me if I if I spit it wrong. It was like um, they're trying to legalize libation. Um, weed is a legal libation. Um, and then now you're working with uh, Saucy Farms. So, like, how did that come to be? Um, did you know ahead of time? Like, was uh, the deal already in the form? works?
1: Right. this is like going on with, uh, going on four years now. We've been working on the Saucy thing, so there's not mm. nothing that's been started, you know, to get all the legal paperwork, you know, it takes kind of extensive, so that was the first couple of year process and now we actually in the stores, over 100 stores on the west coast of California. And we also legal in the, Portland and Oregon and all that, so you know, yeah. it was great, um, you know, the line was just there, I already knew which, which direction I wanted to go in and shit like that, you
0: know what I mean? Yeah, the capo rap, uh, I was reading about
1: today. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, Saucy so farms and extract, man, you, you in California, man, pop up in one of them dispensaries and, you know, and get you a capo on me, you right? <laughs> heard? So did you,
0: um... I know before quarantine and everything went down, New York was was really looking to, towards legalizing it. Um, I know it's decriminalized, if I read correctly. Do you think, like post COVID, they might actually come around and maybe a dispensary in, in Manhattan or Brooklyn?
1: It looks like it's going to happen. It's it's, it's leading towards that way. Yeah. yeah so hopefully continue the process of actually legalizing and i know jersey's very close to really yeah getting as funky as california so that's great you know what i mean covid stopped a lot of things so we um let's see what but happens. not you it seems huh but not you it stopped a lot of things i don't i don't i ain't i ain't in to stop and you gotta figure it out i mean for some people covid probably was the best thing that happened to them in their life for various reasons i mean Man. A lot of people I've seen have been down on the chips to figure out how to make a lot of money during this COVID. For me, I don't really care how you make it. As long as you make it and be smart with it, I hope. You know what I mean? Whatever it is, you still gonna get the thrill of having it. So, yeah kudos to you and shit like that. For me, I was just had to get more creative and think a little bit mm-hmm. outside the box so I could tap back into my artistry and shit like that. So I don't have to do no stupid mistakes or yeah. be tempted to backslide because of. Funds and shit like that. You did. You yeah. gotta always be one step of the one step ahead of the game and shit like that. You know, I'm lucky. God bless us. Like yeah. that. You always uh got in the right direction. Sharpening
0: your tools through COVID. Mm-hmm. Um. So, what would you say? And um, and I'd say you achieved this feat very easily. At least it looks that way. How How would you say? Staying like, staying in the conversation, such longevity from an artist that doesn't drop albums every every two years, like like everybody does. How do you how do you stay relevant in an oversaturated market? Oh, shit! I mean, just,
1: you gotta always know how to kind of reinvent yourself. You gotta kind of stick with the times. You don't want to be outdated, but you don't want to be updated. You know I mean, mm-hmm. you get that? Kind of. Break it down to me. I'm a little bit older I've been in this game for a minute Mm -hmm. And In my travels From the older generation That I Watched come up They Seen it fade themselves out By Remaining true to who they was And not Updating Mm their Computer And getting in the mix And make sure the drip is right And the fit is right It's all It's all all part of the energy You know what I mean And At the same time As being a grown man I don't want to be too updated With people think i'm trying to chase these youngsters because i'm not you know yeah. what i mean but I, I, no one should want to be outdated you know what i mean yeah you, you should always want to keep up with the times and that's what i always try to figure out what's the next step for me how do i still yeah. be in the mix in the conversation with all the youngsters but still remain the same person who i am and shit like that so it was always that thin line of music that medium that you could find and shit like that and yeah. you know what i mean you get your point across on both sides and i've been blessed i've been here for a minute yeah
0: without like trying to be or do what's trendy trying to be ahead of it i
1: am trendy <laughs> i always been trendy so i'm still here yeah. um so is
0: there a piece of advice about like branding you would like to give um to somebody that that's let's not say maybe like 16 years old but like at least they're at a point in their life where they know themselves. Is there a piece of advice you would give to like somebody got a little business and they're trying to
1: maneuver, especially in the rap game Branding Brandon is everything how you project yourself you know? perception mm-hmm. you gotta kind of figure that out but I'll tell you one thing it's way easy way easier to brand yourself now than it was for me when we first was coming up. These kids and artists have access to everything at the touch of a at the touch of a button. They can upload, download, find out, interject, like everything is there for them. We didn't have yeah. that. We had to really find the hard way. We had to really get to these spots physically. If we wanted to get some mixtapes done, we had to go to a mixtape spot to get our get yeah. a thousand mixtapes then. We had to go to a copy shop to get the cover. Like all these things and this shit like that is right there on the computer for these kids. Like yeah. they got SoundCloud, they got all this other shit that we didn't have. We had to try to find record label stay in the front of record label wait for executive to come out or call this person the cousin might be hanging out with this person to hang out with that person and it, it would just you dig now yeah. is, is, is you now get it's right to you know what I mean so when it comes to marketing and branding itself it's way is way easier and shit like that so you know if you're smart you figure out how to really make your presence, your presence be felt and shit like that like like you said I mean I am ai do rap and shit like that but I wouldn't say rap is what well. got me the bulk of my yeah. income you did. yeah it was lifestyle it was just me being who i am and being able to give people something to look at along with something to hear
0: do you think um like how you were talking about like um like everything's digital now do you think
1: physical copies of things will ever come back i mean of course it's everything nostalgia runs with everything yeah. in the future so, i mean you're always gonna have a little bit of something that used to happen yeah, so yeah. so is there ever going to be an El Capo vinyl? I mean, well, that's funny. Shouts uh, to Harry Fraud. He was really telling me about how this stuff, the vinyl business has really recreated itself over, and people are really going crazy like the nostalgic yeah. value of it and shit like that. So yeah, the, I'm about to put out the uh, the, the deluxe and the deluxe. I'm gonna have the vinyl and all that. And nice. Doing the Harry Fraud project. That's gonna have vinyl. So yeah, I'm gonna tap into the little vinyl market and shit like that.
0: I'm gonna need that for my wall. All right. <laughs> all right.
1: So um, let's
0: kind of um, let's kind of rewind. So the year is two thousand three, and um, you guys just left uh, Diplomats, just left um, uh, Rockefeller, and now you're dealing with um, Cash Records or Cash Records. I might be pronouncing it wrong. The
1: diplomats didn't leave Cash Records. I did never I never signed to Rockefeller Records. Diplomats were always signed to the Rockefeller Records. They mm. can had an adventure deal up there. Jim Jones himself couldn't get the money that I wanted through the venture deal that we had so we and Cam figured that diplomats were strong enough that people were gonna buy the record no matter what label we were signed to yeah. and the fact that we would go independent we gonna get more money for our dollar anyway and shit like that cause we ended work and before it was the popping thing before it was the poppin', thing, we was the poppin yeah. thing to do I kinda created the independent market for the whole New York City or for the whole East Coast for that matter yeah. but I, I, get, I got that from Houston I'm i lived in houston for like a year had a club down there and all that i seen how ill the independent artist was down there and shit like that these niggas are really making seven figures off of doing their own mixtapes and going through the south and going to different mama pop stores and selling their mixtapes by the shitload and all that type of shit so you know what i mean i was like wow that shit is crazy like they really independent like they selling weight out the trunk and these niggas big cars everything yeah the spinners and low riders and when they got back to new york and shit like that and we really start to get back to the music and Cam's success was about to really hit and shit like that these were the different things i was like yo these niggas in, in, in houston all the niggas is independent artists and they banking 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 yeah. banking so motherfucking um we adopted that same that same format and we used it for diplomats. and it worked clearly
0: <laughs> that's why we're here yeah um you kinda answered my last question, so um I guess I'll ask, um, is there anything you wanna add um before we head out of here? Nah I'm cool. I mean you got any more questions to ask. Nah, it's been a pleasure. Mike, you got anything? <laughs> How was the transition from um being a video director to a rapper? Because I know that you directed like the first couple of camera
1: videos. So. I don't think I don't think there was really no transition because I still direct my own videos to this day. So, mm-hmm. just different tools I carry with me as being an artist, and I was probably more fortunate to be able to learn all these tools before I really focused on being an artist. You know what I mean? So, now I was able to manipulate my budgets and do everything on my own. So, the same budgets that average artists would use, different people that get their videos and shit done. I just pocketed it and all that shit. I'm doing it myself mm-hmm. um
0: that's all we got today. um like I said, I am Ramsey said what of what's the movement net? This is behind the brand by the commission. um thank you guys for checking us out. Look out for the next episode soon. Geo. All right, that was the Behind the Brand interview with Jim Jones, episode two. So what I need you guys to do right now is to look out for this interview. It's coming out. So what I need you to do is to follow Behind the Brand on the Commission's YouTube channel. Um, You can find that in the description. If you're driving right now and listening, wait till you park and pull over. Don't be reckless. You can't watch a video and drive. You can listen to this podcast and drive, but don't, don't kill yourself on my account. Uh, also follow the commission on instagram um at the commission uh follow perimeter productions at perimeter productions if you want to follow me i am ramsey so what on everything twitter instagram uh, as well as a side b side on instagram and what's the movement on twitter and instagram so uh rate subscribe review tell your friends to do the same um, if you dig in this podcast seriously leave a review i need that five stars you feel me Thank you guys for listening like i said i'm um, humbled that you took the time out and uh, i'm out keep looking out for some dope stuff uh, check out all our new music on the site uh, i appreciate you
1: peace